when you ask your audience, what do you want to hear this week? And they all answer the exact same way. Welcome back, my lovers and friends. Today, I am going to touch upon exactly, it's the craziest thing, it could not be more synchronistic, and I love when synchronicity happens, and this is what happened. I was like, what do y'all want to hear this week? Because I'm kind of like, I got to be honest, I think a lot of people just think I'm very positive and I'm super inspiring, and maybe you don't think that, maybe you're like, this girl's full of shit. I don't know. I literally don't know anymore. Make sense. Make it make sense, right? Um, And so I was like, wait, what do we want to talk about? And I did a little poll on my Instagram. And the craziest thing about asking people for what they want to hear is sometimes everybody answers the exact same way. It doesn't happen all the time. But I, I couldn't even get over how wild and how similar the questions were. So some were a little off and some were like, okay, how do you stay motivated? If I had a dollar for every time someone's asked me, how do you stay motivated? I wouldn't need to do any of this shit. I wouldn't have to show up. I could probably be, I would have my, I'd be riding horses in Wyoming. I'd be on a ranch somewhere. You wouldn't hear from me. You wouldn't see me because I would literally have that much money from how many times I've been asked that question. So what I really wanted to talk about is, okay, listen up. This is crazy. Advice and general wisdom for slowing down struggling with overcoming the fear of resting, not doing my usual routine, how to deal with overcoming injury, how to be consistent in our daily routines and not be hard on ourselves if we can't, if we can't some days, procrastination or how to keep your eyes on the prize. Yes, a lot of that does sound like another way of how do I stay motivated, but what I heard the most was How do I, how do I walk through a different season where I might not be able to play full out? And I feel like right in this moment, I'm truly speaking from the heart because I'm not dealing with one but several overuse injuries right now. And I have to be completely honest, they are extremely frustrating. The level of frustration is high and I have to be also really honest, I default to anger very quickly when I'm in physical pain. It's almost like your patience and your tolerance level goes down a whole hell of a lot when you're also walking through each day in physical pain, physical agony that really takes a toll on how you show up and your mental state and your mental tenacity. I don't care who you are. I don't care what school of thought you come from or whatever. It is a painstaking process. It is really just about getting super still and centered and trying not to default to anger and aggression and frustration and immediately let your emotions take over and take you to a place where you are no longer in control. Because many of the times when we make a really shitty decision in our lives, it's because we let our emotions get the best of us. I am not great at this either. I am not an expert. I am not a pro. I am not coming from a place where I don't lose my shit because trust me, I do. And right now, it is 
super challenging to show up and put the smile on when I'm in physical pain. It's not fun. And I also believe that we can't always be in the best shape of our lives. We are not always champions. We can't always be number one. We can't always be primed to perfection to perform. Being a performer, being an elite athlete, being somebody that is super physical, that enjoys movement and prioritizes movement and exercise and everything else that goes along with it, there are going to be peaks and valleys. It's not upward, 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 scale, 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 scale forever. It's going to be up, maybe it dips below. It's going to go up, it might plateau for a while. It's going to go up and then way down and maybe goes shoots back up again. It is not a A to B straight line because we're dealing with our bodies which are incredibly complicated. We're not machines. It's not just up, 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 up. There are going to be seasons where we have to take it easy. Whew. I don't love that either. I really don't. But there are going to be seasons that call for rest, that call for a different type of movement or switching things up or exploring something that is not so harsh on your joints or the way you're moving or whatever it is. Slowing down is not super cozy for high performance mindsets, for people that truly push themselves day in, day out and don't understand what it's like to take a break. And this goes beyond physical. This can be work life, balance, and everything beyond all encompassing. High performance people who are literally obsessed with finding the next best version of themselves and leveling up and getting to that next promotion or goal or dream or wish or whatever literally puts a fire in your belly when you swing your legs to the side of your bed and slam your feet on the ground. You're like, I'm up. Let's go for the day. It is so challenging to slow down. I think also we in this day and age are constantly being shot up with 24-hour media, 24-hour news, 24-hour FOMO of what's up, what's everybody else doing? Oh my gosh, I need to do more, I need to do more. And it's kind of fueling this like, where it almost feels like we're constantly in movement and motion and fast forward all the time. And I get that because I'm a high performance person. I, I love it. I'm obsessed with the grind. I'm obsessed with pushing my body. I'm obsessed with all of that and like really pushing the limits and quote unquote maxing out if I'm going to take a little quote from Ed Milet. I love all that. That's who I am. That's how I am wired. So to ask someone like me and if you're sitting there like, oh, me too, I feel that because it's really challenging to slow down. I find that getting still is challenging if I'm not in motion prior to that slowdown. A lot of times I think of the best, most beautiful meditative moments for me have come right after a really, really, really intense workout or a really intense yoga class or vinyasa flow or like an ecstatic dance class and then we all drop to the ground and meditate or something like that. It's always that really like crazy movement and then into restorative rest reflection, meditation that works for someone like myself. It's really 
not easy to get still and sit in it. And I think a lot of times when we're in a season of slowdown, that tends to be something we really have to tap into more. So it's kind of like a three-pronged question, right? Being injured is one of those things where I've said it for years, if you don't give your body a rest day, if you don't take a rest day, if you don't take a beat and let your body rest and recover, the universe will pick a recovery day for you. And let me tell you, that recovery day is usually not one day. It's usually weeks. I'm going on three months of an overuse injury, three months. And I've done all the things, all the things, you name it. These things happen when you play full out. When you play on a different level, on the level that's like I am going full out all the time, 100% all the time, this is going to happen. If you're listening to this podcast, it might be really awesome to go back a ways. I believe the episode was called Pays to Play. And that's just part of this process. This is this is process-driven progress. And that only comes and is going to come with if you are trying to level up constantly and rise to like this massive, like most wow version of you, you're going to hit these roadblocks that sometimes do look like injuries, that do look like the universe giving you a swack, a spiritual two by four, and like getting you back down ground and getting back to ground zero, like hitting the pavement just to show you like, hey, Usually it's a sign like, hey, you're neglecting this or you're neglecting your body or you're neglecting the signs. And the universe works like it's a whisper. Like you should probably slow down. You should maybe like stretch out. Okay, well, your hips are hurting a little bit, but you're going to, okay, 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 okay. And then it starts to scream at you. And usually when it becomes a yell or a scream, that's when you're in full-blown pain, you're in the PT office, you're knocked flat on your ass. Now what? I have to be honest, when you feel like you're doing all the things and you're trying to walk through it with as much grace as possible, I feel like the only thing left to do is fully surrender. And I don't know necessarily what you believe in. If you don't believe in God, I do. Say that's not your jam. Use a higher power. Use universe. Insert whatever it is that you consider to be a higher power for you there but I just have to give it up. It's a very Jesus take the wheel moment because trying to make sense of what's going on or trying to make, it's almost like you're bartering. Like, whoa, like I'll do anything to make this pain go. I'll do anything. And I'm talking about a physical injury in your body, but maybe you're going through something else that I'm not touching on. And maybe these same principles might apply. You start bargaining, like, what can I, how can I, what can I, how can I, I'll do anything, why? And then, and then you go to full on grief. Why is this happening to me? Why, why, why? And I've said it before, but the why questions aren't empowering and the why questions aren't going to pull you out of that deep, dark hole, depending how deep you dug yourself with ignoring the signs of slow down, slow down. I turn, I chill. I'd maybe like, you know. Put the brakes on a little bit, but a lot of us ignore those signs. I'm fine. I can work through it. It's just a little bit more. Oh, it'll be fine. It just hurts a little bit right now. Oh, whatever. I can just push myself a little bit more. We we make up reasons why we can keep going through it. And then more often than not, we have a non-negotiable pause. COVID was a great example of that. (laughs) Can't believe we're still living it. It's wild. Make it make sense. 
in situations where you feel like you have just, there is just nothing else you can do. Like you're doing the gratitude practice and you're doing the stretching and you're doing the foam rolling and you're doing the PT and you're taking care of your body and you're taking baths and you're doing self-care and you may be meditating if you can get still and slow and actually bring yourself to maybe sit and and be mindful and take those moments and all of that. Like you feel like you're truly trying to walk through this slowdown with as much quote unquote grace as possible and not get frustrated and not... And not be so hard on yourself. And that is just challenging because you want to keep moving and pressing on. And in those moments where I just feel so defeated and I just feel like I have nothing left to give, like where I literally just want to lay down in my bed and just quit and just be like, ugh, like I am so done. That's when I just give it up. Just give it up. And I can't even remember where I heard this, but... It's to get too worried about any one problem is to forget to have faith. And I think a lot of times when we're trying to muscle through it and we're trying to make sense of it and we're trying to reason and we're trying to bargain and we're trying to do all the things we just forget. We forget and it's we're taking it all on. Just little old me out here rope-a-doping with life. Like I got my gloves on and I'm just punching and I'm just trying to get through it as best as I can. And I'm just like, it's like my teeth are clenched and I'm like, oh, duh. And I'm just forgetting that I have an infinite amount of support when I call upon something bigger than myself. When I give it up to whatever you're, when I give it up to God. When you give it up to your higher power, when you remember, when you bring back and you call upon whatever you believe in and remember, truly remember that you're not alone. Like you are not fighting these battles by yourself. And so often we do that. And we get into that lowest of lows, that woe is me, that like, what, you know, I can't. And it's like, And then you just remember like, I'm just, I'm fighting. I'm trying to do this all by myself and I'm not meant to do this by myself. I'm not meant to do this shit alone. I'm not meant to do, these battles are too big for me. I can't fight these alone. I got to give them up. I got to surrender something bigger than me. I can't do this by myself. I'm not called to do this by myself. I need help. And I feel like when you go into that place, everything starts to feel a lot easier. And when I say easier, I really am stressing the ease because maybe it doesn't actually get easier, but it feels easier in a sense of ease because you don't feel the pressure of like, I have to figure this out. I have to do this. I, I, I. And we're putting so much pressure on ourselves to have it all together all the time and have it figured out and just fight through it when all we have to do is give it up. I've used this analogy before, but your white knuckling life. Your hands are on the steering wheel of the car and your knuckles are like white from holding on so tight and trying to be in control and trying to figure out and trying to do all the things by yourself. Again, me, 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 I, I, I. And the second you realize you're actually not in control at all and you just let go, it feels so much better. That's definitely one approach. And I'd be curious to hear how that works out for you or where you're doing that in different parts of your life where just let go. I say it a lot, let go and let God. 
because I can't, I can't, I can't be in control all the time. I can't have it all together all the time. I'm not going to feel a hundred percent all the time. And it's too much for little old me to take on in this big old world. And then on top of that, I double down on all my practices that make me feel good. Find the things that make you feel good when you feel like you're in a valley. When you feel like you're in a low point or you feel like you're in a lull, ramp up the practices. Ramp them up. 10x them. Because the only way that you can literally pull yourself out of a valley and get to another peak is by putting one foot in front of the other, even if your foot is injured, and walking through it actively day in and day out. And the flip side of that with slowing down and being hard on yourself, like being hard on yourself completely washes away when you are in faith. Because how can you be hard on yourself when you know it's not about you, when you know there's a higher purpose and you're called for a whole, you know you're called for something. You know that there's whatever you're going through, no matter how shitty it is, there's a purpose behind it. And sometimes that's really freaking hard to say and it doesn't make sense and it makes you so angry you could tear your hair out. And 99% of the time when I've been in a season of suck, a season of suckage, I've looked back and I was like, oh, that's why that happened. I wish I was a little more faithful when I was walking through it, but sometimes it's really hard to be in faith while you're walking through it. And then when you look back, you're like, oh, thank you. Thanks for that. That actually was a blessing and I didn't even know it because when you're in it, sometimes it's really challenging to stay faithful. It's really easy when we can connect all the dots and when we have all the facts and all the knowledge, it's easy. Then we have it. Knowledge is power. That breeds confidence. I got it all. I understand it. Totally. That's nowhere near as challenging as walking through a season where it doesn't make sense, where it's not adding up, where the MRI comes back clean, but I'm still in pain, where it's just not adding up whatsoever. There are no facts. There is no evidence. The knowledge isn't there or it defies all sensibility and sanity. That is where faith comes to play. That is where you tap in. And I've said that a million times in class. Before you tap out, tap into something higher. And what that looks like for me is God. That looks like a higher power. That might look like universe for you. But before you tap out, before you quit, look up. Remember that you can always tap into source, tap into a higher power, and know that you're not walking through this alone ever. And that goes beyond friends, family, community, whatever. I think Michelle Obama said, when they go low, we go high. But I'm going to take that to a different level. Like when I go low, I got to look high. I got to get lifted. When I'm in my lowest of lows, I got to look up because I'm making it all about me and thinking that I am going to just fight it out myself when I could just turn it over to a higher power and say, I surrender. What do you got for me? Hands up. What do you got for me? (laughs) Because I can't do it alone. There's no way I can walk through this day in and day out by myself anymore. It's too much. And when it becomes too much to handle, then you go back. To get too worried about any one problem is to forget to have faith. So stay in faith. 
And I promise no matter what cards you're being dealt or whatever hardships you're walking through, injuries and everything else in between, if you need to slow down, if you find yourself grinding against that and not wanting to slow down and not wanting to surrender, then in all honesty, that's probably exactly what you need to do. So just throw up your hands. Stop white knuckling it and just let go. That's what's on my heart today. Definitely less fiery and more chill because again, we are walking through a season of slowdown. And maybe if you find yourself in a slow season or quite frankly, a season of suckage and you find yourself in a valley, just know that the storms don't last forever. And before you know it, you will be back up to the top of whatever hill you are climbing. Until next week, may you always be joyful, loving, and above all else, fearless. Fearless.